like built that other one. Same room. Oh, okay. Same building, same room. It's just a different background. Look at that dog. He's like, <clears throat> I see something. I want to be outside, outside the fence. Because that's what he does. Did he, he jump just, the fence? Oh, he jumps the fence all oh, the time. Oh, Yep. He's kind of a butthead. <laughs> well, all right now. Are we good? We, yeah, we could start. All right. Uh, so, what is it, Monday right now? It is. Um, yeah, it will be. It'll be Monday when they hear this one. Perfect. Perfect. Because I named this one Mic Drop Monday. Mic Drop Monday. Or Face Palm for Pharisees. All right, so Matthew chapter 12. Oh, man, my screen just blew up all big. I can't read it. There we go. So, quick breakdown. Uh, Matthew 12, uh, verses 1 through 8. Jesus and the Sabbath. Uh, basically, them trying to call him out. Them as in the Pharisees, trying to call him out for stuff and him correcting them on why they're wrong. 9 to 14, Jesus does some more healing again on the Sabbath day and they try and attack him again and he has to correct them again. 15 to 21, it's a fun section too. I think my favorite part about it is it is, I won't say we're getting numb to this at this point of all the healing that Jesus is just doing. Just like pow, 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 healed, healed, healed. But this one's fun because it's like, and Jesus cures them all. I have no clue how many all is, but it's just cool. We'll get to that. (laughs) 22 to 32, a house divided cannot stand. We'll get into that when we get there, but it's, yeah, we'll just get there in, in a minute. It's it's a fun section. Um, good fruits versus bad fruits, 33 to 37. And uh, then we, we kind of close everything down with uh, a little bit of symbolism with Jonah in the well, and then um, Jesus redefining the family at the end of the chapter. But uh, yeah, it's good stuff And today, John. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm just... It's like it's a it's a big chapter, man. Looking at my notes, thinking thinking about how much crap I got for having an iPad, but you're over there touching the screen of your laptop, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and my screen was all like for some reason it was like blowing up the text, like I was blind and I was getting lost. But I'm ready now. Good. But I also got my Bible, so we're all right. Yes, that that seems to be the that seems to be the center section of this table anyway it, it should be i guess right yeah. that, would, that would make sense but all right so to go back to the beginning of the chapter here diving a little deeper yeah yeah so at the beginning here verses one to eight like i say in jesus jesus in the sabbath um, it starts out with uh, the pharisees see some of jesus disciples picking food um it's either going to read corn or grain depending on which bible you're reading from mm-hmm. um and they're they're trying to call them out saying it's not lawful and then so jesus has to kind of give them an education on the law it's verse 3 and verse 5. I love it because Jesus yep. starts it all out going, all right, dudes, have you not read, you know, the story about David, what he did? Or have you not read the law? And talking, The law is talking about this in First Samuel 21. Um, basically, like, it's okay for them to do this because they're on a holy mission. Basically, what it comes down to, yeah. they're, they're working for God. So maybe, we're, we're already working. Yeah, we're already working on things. So may, maybe you should just educate yourself and stop trying to call us out on it. Yeah. Um, so... He basically says, y'all know better than to, than to condemn the blameless, which is a nice way of saying you're stupid, go away, and drops the mic on them. Um, I don't know. I just... And I think within, like, I have a little bit for today. Like, today, as we're, we are Christians, uh, we will be questioned why we do certain things, and you must be engaged with your Bible so you have an answer. You know, uh, a lot of guys will just say, well, I'm not perfect, and Christians aren't perfect, but... To me, that's not that's not truly the answer. Sure, yeah, because you you're going you're going to be questioned. It's going to happen. Like why, you know? I thought Sunday was the holy day, and you guys aren't supposed to do anything oh, on the Sunday. Day of rest. Yeah. yeah, crazy stuff like that. Or <clears throat> like I always thought it was funny that you know people hunt and peck. 
yeah, out, oh, of yeah. Their, out of what they believe church was, you know, because most in, in our generation, uh, most people, you know, were went to church when they were younger, and then they got told certain things or, you know, you can't drink if you're a Christian, like all this stuff. And then, you know, you're out at the restaurant having a beer with your family and you just feel the eyes on you. Like, Hey, I thought you were a Christian. It's like, well, I am. And, uh, if you could show me where in the Bible, I shouldn't be enjoying one beer. Sure. Uh, just, just let me know. Show me that please. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing's changed. It's the same thing that was happening to Jesus is now happening to Jesus's followers today. I mean, I mean, the Bible hasn't changed and now the, the way they attack the people who, you know, study and worship the Bible, not the Bible, study and worship Jesus and God, like same attacks. Yeah. Nothing's new. They're still trying and and failing. And what's, what's really sad is, um, you know, seeing people like within the faith judging others and how they're yeah, like this week has been like a big uh, interpersonal war zone in my head. I'm just like constantly f- trying to figure out like, are these people the people that I enjoy listening to? Are the, the the music I enjoy listening to? Are they false teachers? Because like you go on, and I'm I'm sure we talked about it before, but like you go on YouTube and you see some of these guys who are in their their best dress, their suit and Ty sitting in the pulpit, and they're like, these people, by name, are false teachers, and here's why. Yeah. And it's like, but they're the fruit, you know? I, I just don't know. So, yeah. So, I'm sure throughout this study and through the rest of the day as we record, it's going to come up, because it's just been <laughs> it's just been weighing so heavy on my mind, like, the, you know, how, how dare you judge mm-hmm. somebody for what they believe is correct. And it's, I think it's, it, I mean, it's a, we're getting a little side trail, but mm-hmm. I mean, certain, some people have different convictions than other people, right? So I may have a conviction of, you know, from, from my study of the Bible that I'm not going to do X, whatever that thing is. Right. Yeah. But then you read your Bible and go, man, I, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that because I'll be under conviction. If I do that, that I'm doing something that's going to hinder my relationship with Jesus. Yeah. So you won't do it, but I have comfort in doing that. And my relationship isn't hindered. It's different. Yeah. I'm not saying that God's different for individuals, but like there's different, like, I don't know, it's different for but different relationships. Maybe. I don't and know. really, and I, I think we get into it around 18 to 20. Um, like we're, we're doing the same thing. We're hunting and pecking what law we want to, we want to abide by, but we also, and that doesn't give us the clear zone, right? Just, just saying, please forgive me for this sin doesn't give us the clear zone, but it also there is plenty of i mean there's plenty of information in this in this bible just in matthew alone that says god understands we aren't going to be perfect sure you yeah. know so i, I want to hit that home that way people understand like we, we we're not perfect mm-hmm. you're not perfect but at the end of the day like we we hope that God understands that, which I I believe He does. <laughs> I, I'm pretty pretty convinced because if if He didn't understand that, I'm, I assume uh, this is a pretty big assumption. It's yeah. not a big assumption at all. Um, I think the most famous verse in the Bible, John three sixteen, that if God thought we were perfect, He probably wouldn't have sent His only Son to die for us. Mm-hmm. Just a quick assumption. I don't know yeah. if I'm right or not, but we'll we'll go with I am. Yeah. So on, uh, on this one, and if you're listening to it, get on the old Instagram and tell me what you think of these. Uh, of what I would consider the more today's 
hits, Christian hits. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's Like, there's, what do you think of them, and what do you think they're actually doing it for? Are they doing it for money? Are they doing it for fame? Or are they doing it because they believe they love Jesus? Because, I mean, I've heard some of these guys on interviews, and I don't know how you could fake it that hard. Sure, yeah. I just don't know. <laughs> I mean, even on a more micro level, if you can even think of church to church within our community here, probably. If I were to if I'd go visit 10 different churches, I'm going to find 10 different sets of quote, quote, roles. Like, mm-hmm. If I go into a church not wearing a suit and tie, does that make me less of a Christian than the person wearing a suit and tie? Yeah. If you have a beard, does that make you less of a Christian? If my, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are interesting, too. I I always like to hear people's interpretations of those as well. Yeah, their concepts. Because I I go to church, and we pretty much wear blue jeans and a T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? I'm the same person. Yeah. So... I mean, we didn't go too far off the path because we're, we're, we're still talking about law. We're still talking about the law. All right. Kind of. <laughs> Moving on. All right. That's... So we'll, we'll go ahead to some more stuff, some yeah. good stuff here. So um, 9 to 14 is where we're kind of at now. Um, yep. Jesus <clears throat> Jesus goes to, and actually, I'm, I'm not sure how your Bible words it, but um, Jesus goes into, it says, their synagogue, which I think is interesting instead of saying a synagogue, yep. um, which to me kind of implies that this particular synagogue, the Pharisees are predominant there, which yep. is, to me, it's like Jesus is like, all right, cool, I'm going to go here because I know you're here, and I know this man who has you know, a withered hand is going to come here, and I'm going to go ahead and heal him on the Sabbath day, too, so y'all can yep. try and try and catch me again, basically. And, of course, they, they're questioning him again, like, but why are you doing this? Like, what, how yeah. dare you? It's the Sabbath. It, and I, <clears throat> I, In my notes, they're like, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? And I put quick answer, duh. Uh, long answer, duh, of course it's absolutely okay to do something good or, or yeah. holy, or do a holy thing on the Sabbath. I mean, what dictates work? Yeah, that's good. Like for yeah. some people, getting out of bed is work. Yeah, for Jesus, probably that's not work for him. So, oh. Yeah, but again, like you were saying, these these guys have like hunted, hunt and pecked yeah, like they, their, their own little convictions that they want to hold people on. And yeah. also, I mean, they're just... You know, it's kind of like today when you're you're in a fight and you're just in a fight with your spouse and you're like trying to like reel back like all the things that maybe <laughs> she did wrong. <laughs> and you're like, come on, pick something, or you're like, Hi, I told you. you yeah, know? remember last time? Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, like and I, he's trying to. Do, they're trying to do an I got you moment. Yeah, and, and Jesus is trying to give them the opportunity to see like what he is actually doing. Yeah, I think he's honestly giving them a he's giving them an explanation of why they're incorrect, why he is correct. And I think part of this, my opinion, he, Jesus is so long-suffering, maybe he's actually given them another opportunity. Maybe he went to their synagogue saying, look, I'm going to show up here. I'm going to do another thing. I know you're going to question. I'm going to explain to you again why it's lawful for me to do these things and explain to you again that I am who I am. Right. Maybe give you one more chance to like... But then we see their true intent in verse 14. They get upset, and then they, they start to plot to destroy him. Like, right. And, and I, you know, he already knew that was coming. Yeah. So... I mean, we're going to get into the sign of Jonah, and he understood. Like, I, I believe the sign of Jonah is the first time he's going to mention it. But he mm-hmm. in this uh, chapter is the first time. He, yeah, it's yeah. the first time in Matthew that like he starts talking about how this is going to end and what what all happens. But he, you know, we know from yeah, doing we, this study and that you know every other chapter he talks about it. So it's. it's <laughs> It's it's easy for us to see on this side of the Bible being written, but I mean, for them, I guess he's constantly having to remind them. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have the answer, right? It, it's nice. <laughs> we, we, it's like kind of knowing the knowing the end score to the football game. Yeah, you know, we, we know who to bet on, huh? Yeah, yeah, we know who to bet on. We know what play worked and what didn't work. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, like you said, Jesus already knew. That leads right into uh, four, uh, no, it's 15 uh, to 21. Yeah. Um, Jesus like, nah, you, you're not going to dupe me. I'm out of here. So he pops smoke and takes off. Um, let's see. Um, what I think is cool, it says he talked about he withdrew himself and the multitudes followed him and he healed them all. That's what I was talking about earlier. I don't know what multitude, like, I don't know what that means, what Matthew means by the multitude, but... I mean, I, I, I love the fact could, that it, could it have been the people that were in the I'm, synagogue at that time? It's the Sabbath, right? Yeah. So you'd think that's where they'd be at? That would make sense. But what else do they got to go do? Probably yeah. not much. F- follow Jesus, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love how he just says, and he healed them all. Like, obviously, throughout all the, all, all the Gospels, it talks about, like, you know, very individual ones. But in this one, it's like, he healed them all. Yeah. We don't have time to discuss all of them, but yeah. don't worry. He healed them all. Like, it's just... Which is weird because Matt it, Matthew is a big fan of, like, putting numbers on stuff. <coughs> yeah. Putting actual facts in there, and he didn't have the he didn't have the facts. So it wasn't just, like, a big, quick healing. Like, yeah. he walked in there and was just like, you're healed, you're healed, you're healed. Or was it yeah. like, you know... <laughs> was I, it a, I, I, I imagine two different ways. One is just, like, snaps his fingers. Everyone's like, oh, I'm good. And the yeah. other one's, like, a long line of, like... Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Like, faith oh, made the man. Yeah, almost like waiting on tickets or something yeah. everybody's just stand there i think this is the first time too at least uh through matthew where we always see over and over again he like he heals someone it's like now nah, don't tell anyone and he heals someone and mm. like, it's like fight club like the first rule of fight clubs you don't tell anyone same yeah. thing like the first rule of being cured by jesus you don't tell anyone but in this one he actually backs it up with like a prophecy like you don't go tell anyone because you know it fulfills prophecy but again they, they just keep telling people yeah i wonder what that's about i mean could you keep quiet no, I mean, honestly, but maybe yeah. he, maybe he knew that. Yeah, maybe he knew that was going to happen. Maybe it's like uh, it's like the don't do drugs, <laughs> and everybody wants to do it. Oh, now I got to try these. Now things. I got to try it. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting though, um, and again, of course, because the they're they're plotting to destroy Jesus. So he, you know, moving forward to the next few verses here, Jesus, you know, cast out some devils, and they're like, oh. What can we do to discredit Jesus? And they're, oh, he gets his power from the devil. Yeah. So they're, what is this? Matthew nine. They tempted the same same story. Like yeah, the nine twenty two. I think nine. yeah. They're like the same exact thing. They're trying to discredit him again. Like I feel like they don't have a, a very good game plan. You know what I mean? Like the no, Pharisees I, again. Are like, they're just they're trying to search for like anything. And it doesn't. And I, this this one is backed up with a, a fun one to me. And this when I jokingly call this. Face palm for Pharisees because it's like, well, Jesus, you're you're doing this with the power of Beelzebub. That's what my Bible calls you know the devil. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right. And in about three seconds, I'm going to explain to you why you're stupid. Here yeah. you go. In three, two, one, face palm for Pharisees. Why would this make sense? I think that the house a house divided cannot stand is what most people call this mm-hmm. section. It's like if if I'm casting out demons through the power of the devil, for the work of the devil, that's going to destroy his own kingdom. But since I'm not doing that, I'm casting out devils in the name of the Holy Spirit, then maybe you should just believe on me saying who I am who I yeah. am. But it's just like, how, I mean, again, we get to read this as a, as a fluid story and they're living it. But like, it's like, how stupid can you be to like see this man performing miracle after miracle after miracle right. and not trust in that man? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the fact that they, they've had, you know, like we're talking about John the Baptist preparing the way for him. They see, they obviously believe in demonic work. Mm-hmm. But then when they see a man who's the opposite of that from his teachings and all that, they still don't believe. It's just, it's kind of and hard you, to imagine. You almost wonder if like, and I'm going to say this, this is just me thinking, right? 
you almost wonder if it's just been years of their like thought and teaching and stuff that is so hard for them to transition yeah. into it gets so ingrained in their culture and their yeah. like core beliefs like, that this is not there there is gonna be a Messiah but you can't be him because whatever. For whatever reason, right? I mean and even Well I mean it says in oh man it's gonna say it later on why they don't believe he's the messiah i mean even up to this point you've seen even john the baptist questioning and stuff they they, they had a different image of how the messiah was going to come yeah they were matthew thinking, 17 yeah they were thinking see. more of like what we're going to see the millennial reign him coming and like destroying mm-hmm. everyone so they yep. they had a different mind and they're they're stuck like you said probably just stuck in their core well, beliefs they you know they were waiting and we'll get to this in 17 but they were waiting for two other people to show up yeah yeah. So if how could that have happened? And yeah. that's also a fun conversation. I got a bunch of notes on <laughs> on that. So Oh this time. That'll be that'll be like next Monday. They're gonna have to wait for that one. Wait Man, for it. That's all right. It's okay. You'll 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 hear it. Let's see what's what's up next in this chapter. This chapter's fun. This is probably my favorite one of my favorite chapters actually in Matthew is, is chapter twelve. Um, uh the true family of Jesus. Or the We get the uh, the fruits, the good fruits and the bad fruits. Mm-hmm. Um Basically, I summarize it, and you may summarize it a little differently. Is um, let's see, let me give the listeners here: it's thirty-three to thirty-seven. Um, the good fruits and the bad fruits. Basically, you know, good trees going to bring forth good fruits, a bad trees going to bring forth bad fruits. The way I read this um, is a fruit. Jesus used the image of a tree and its fruit. Uh, Ask the question: How could a person who brings forth good fruits be evil? So if, if you're good, you're not going to bring forth evil. And then mm-hmm. and then vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I always read it as we, as, you know, professors of Christ are the trees. Our words, what like our words and our deeds, I guess you could say, are our fruits, like we've talked about yeah. several times on here. And then those words are the evidences of if we belong to Jesus or not. Right. Um, just like we talked about at the beginning of this podcast um, with all, all the stuff, yeah. all the peoples. That, yeah, we definitely hit it up a few times, I think. Because that's like one of my favorite... I think one of the first sermons I listened to my now church, my pastor talk about was he had a tree in his front yard and it was, I don't know if it was, I don't know what kind of tree it was, but it wasn't producing fruit. So he cut it down. Yeah. And it just came in, it came from there. He's like kind of like a, a woodsman, if you will. And he was just like, <laughs> if, if it's not going to do anything for me and my family, then I don't want it. And it's just like Jesus is like, if you're not doing anything for me and my kingdom, I mean, the, the Bible talks about that. If, then we don't if, need it. If a branch doesn't bring forth fruit to uh, to cut it off the tree and throw it to the fire, which is of course representing hell. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh, scary things. Yeah, I hope we don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping doing the right thing. There's a lot of hope. Uh, let's see where are we. At? <laughs> um, thirty eight. Yeah, we're in chat, verse 38 to 34. 38. Yep. Um, this is where... 38 to 34. Listen 30, to what oh, you yeah, just said. 38 to... Uh, uh, dyslexia, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> 38 to 42, actually, now mm-hmm. that I'm looking at my computer instead of guessing. Um, this is... I, I, I label this in my notes, Dance Monkey Dance, because the, the scribes and the Pharisees are like, Hey, Jesus, why don't you give us a sign uh, that you are who you say you are, as if all the miracles and stuff aren't enough. Yeah. I don't, I, again, I, I don't understand their point of view, what they're asking for. And we'll get more into that. I think it's in two or three chapters where they ask again. Um, but instead of giving them a sign, Jesus just refers, uh, references Jonah, uh, Jonah in the well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think verse 40, 
says, um, for as Jonah was uh, three days and three nights in the well's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. So just basically telling them that the sign will be, you know, the future me, I'm going to go ahead and predict that now that I will be crucified and be buried for three days and rise again. That's basically what he's saying. That's your sign you're going to get, and you're going to have to wait for it. Mm -hmm. You can either believe me now or, well, figure it out, bud. Yeah, figure it out. At least that's how I, I interpret that section. Um, well, I think we, did we, was that off mic or on mic that we were talking about? Like, this is the first time he's going to talk about. Yeah, that was, that was off mic. His yeah. death and resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I, know, I know he brings it up at least three more times in the next, like, five chapters. It's yep. quite a bit. He's, like, really driving the point home. Um, but, man, I, I just, it, it's almost saddening that the Son of God's standing there before them. They still don't see him. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean that's same truth as today. People are the same way. They have the whole, like we said the whole the whole playbook right here. Yeah, they're and, still and lost. He, dude, he's not doing miracles now. And if you're like, well, he doesn't do any, I, I never, I don't see a miracle. Uh, you're listening to one, and you're, I don't, I can't speak for Matt, but like most Christians are are a miracle. What what our daily life and our the blessings that we receive to us is is a miracle. Like it's a miracle that I'm still sitting here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a lot to it, and that goes into my testimony. But I believe that I'm sitting here on this podcast and still breathing because Jesus has or God has let me live. Yeah, absolutely. I have a I, there's a bigger intent. There was a bigger intent. I don't know what it is. I hope it's this. I think there's I think there's a little bit more to it. There's, but there's I mean. I have no clue what my plan is or my plans, what, man, what plans God has for my life, but I'm definitely searching for him because I mean, we, we owe everything to him and we'll definitely yep. get into that definitely towards the back of this chapter. Yeah. We'll, or this, this, we'll let this you know book. why. Yeah. If you don't already know, you're, you're going to learn. You're going to learn today. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's go and get this going some more. Let's see. Uh, let me see if I can read these verses correct this time instead of dyslexia. It's 46 to 48, 50. Uh, yep. So yeah, that basically just, I just put his, there Jesus goes redefining family. Yep. Um, and that's kind of summed up in the very last, last verse for us, uh, for whosoever shall do the will of my father, which is in heaven, the same as my brother and my sister and mother. So basically, uh, everybody, yeah, you, you do God's will, uh, you follow after him and you're part of his family. Yeah. And, yeah. and the person, it, you know, if you're just listening, the person came up and asked Jesus, you know, or said to Jesus, hey, your your mom and your brother are here. They want to talk to you. And he just made a point to say, you know, everybody who is doing my bidding or, you know, follows me is my mother, brother, yeah. sister, whatever. So pretty cool. Which is, I mean. Not a biological effort, but yeah. <laughs> a, a spiritual effort. Which is really cool because, I mean, really what that implies, obviously, is that Jesus is inviting us to join his family. Mm-hmm. I mean, through salvation and through, through you know, a walk with him. It's like, again, I'll say it again, one of my favorite, favorite chapters in Matthew. Yeah. It's, just a, it's just a fun and, chapter. And we're, uh, we're almost halfway. We are almost halfway through, the, through Matthew. Wow. Nice. Wow, look so at this close. Go. So close. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So tomorrow will be chapter 13, the parable of a farmer. I'm sure Matt has a pretty cool title for that I, uh, I don't get i don't i don't do that maybe 13. maybe i do i put it the there's answer. a pop quiz in chapter 13 yeah <laughs> there is i found it so there's a pop quiz in chapter 13 oh, no. we'll have fun with it uh check us out on instagram 
I think that's about it. That's the only place. And uh, if you're listening on Apple, please do a review and like click the five stars or however many stars you believe we deserve because it's going to help us out, reach out to more people. All right. Well, uh, you'll hear from us tomorrow. Yeah, see you tomorrow. See ya.